This is The Wealth Standard Radio, your gold standard in everything financial. Morning, everybody. Patrick Donahoe here. This is episode 149 of The Wealth Standard Radio. And boy, do we have a good a good guest on today. And you know, I, I have to kind of intro this with the importance. You guys learned this from the podcast I did a little while back with Andy Tanner, that we talked a lot about relationships and the environment that you're in. And really, relationships are, in my opinion, one of the most valuable assets that are out there. And you never know what's going to come from it. And just from a simple, you know, uh, the friend that I know that's uh, that's married to a neighbor, uh, neighbor of mine, um, uh, the the it's it's amazing through that just relationship how over the years and some of the startups that he's worked with uh, we paired up with uh, uh, bookly which is a small business accounting company and it's awesome what they're doing they're filling a void filling a hole that I've seen for a long time and so it's a really cool interview with Zach Olson uh, who is the founder and CEO you guys are gonna get a lot out of it uh, the company's called bookly it's bookly.co for their website also Zach is going to be presenting on the cash flow wealth summit so we didn't get into all the details of Bookly, but we definitely got into uh, just my, my intrigue with uh, the, his history and the business and how he came to what he, what he was doing. And really, some of the things they're doing is uh, is pretty amazing. And they have a killer website, and it's a totally different business model and revenue model for accounting, uh, for, especially for small businesses. So definitely check them out, bookly.co, so bookly.co. But also Cashflow Wealth Summit, cashflowwealthsummit.com. Uh, they're going to be speaking there. We have a lot of other incredible speakers including all the Rich That Advisors, Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, we also uh, have an, an economist named Paul Cleveland. We have Jason Hartman, who's going to be the keynote for day one. It, it's really it's really amazing. A lot of people coming together and their message, which you typically have to go and, and listen to live and, and take time out of your busy schedules, uh, pay for a flight, uh, you know, pay for the conference. This is basically all the information, all the education, all the content in one central online event. So definitely uh, make sure that you register for that. So cashflowwellsummit.com to register. So let's go ahead and cut to, uh, let's cut to this interview with Zach, and, uh, and then I'll see you on the flip side. All right, everyone. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining this, uh, this interview portion of the podcast. I have uh, as a special guest, his name is Zach Olson. He is the founder and CEO of an accounting firm, uh, I guess an accounting startup. I mean, if you have... You've got, Zach, if you have accounting in your name, it's kind of like you have to have some sort of like, you know, sugar-coated type of, you know, something or other so that people like accounting, oh man, accounting. But Zach is, uh, you know, he's the founder and CEO of a, of, a, of a startup accounting firm. It's actually really, really cool. And we met typically how I meet people just through, you know, one relationship and it leads to another and it's kind of the, you know, the six degrees of separation idea. Uh, but yeah, Zach, Zach is doing really, really cool things. He has a, a cool crew that's working with him as well. Uh, so Zach, welcome, uh, welcome to the show today. No, thanks. Yeah. Super excited to be, you know, hanging out and having a, a good conversation with you. And, um, yeah, just, uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. Cool. So the back, so the backstory to this, so my, um, so one of, one of your guys, uh, Chad Dalton, so he, He's married to one of my neighbor's uh, daughter, uh, daughters, and we've known each other for you know a number of years. And anyway, just r- r- random. And then we were at a, a, a recital. My my daughter, my daughter is uh, so Zach's sister-in-law is. This is really crazy, but she teaches my daughter <laughs> violin. So we went to her 
you know, her recital for, for graduation. And uh, it, was, it was awesome, but I met Chad there. Chad started to talk up about some of the new stuff that, that he's doing. And we hit it off about Bookly because, you know, I, w- I was commenting to him, which I'm sure he passed on to you, which is the, the void that exists in the business world in relation to, you know, e- easy bookkeeping, easy financial management, scorecards, things that you can do to really get, you know, really what an, a controller and a CFO and a bookkeeper and all like the accounting department people can do for you or should be doing for you kind of housed in, yeah. in modern technology. So I'm curious, man, I don't know much about your backstory, but I'm curious to see kind of like where you came from and, you know, how you transitioned from, you know, wherever that was into this, you know, startup <laughs> accounting, accounting company. Yeah, no, totally. It's, uh, you know, it's definitely, you know, how we got connected, you know, it makes you realize how small the world really is. And, um, you know, kind of my backstory, it's, it's definitely not um, a very traditional story of how maybe a lot of businesses are started, but, um, and, and how I, you know, got to the point of founding, you know, Bookly, my current company, and, and even dealing in the, in the world of accounting, because I'm not a CPA, I'm not an accountant myself, um, but sometimes, you know, that's kind of what it takes to go into an industry and, and completely disrupt it, is you need a full view from an outsider to see what's really broken about it to go in and fix it. Um, so I, I kind of feel that, that that's kind of the start. So, you know, really where my story begins is, you know, I've, I've kind of had an entrepreneurial bug for a very long time. So the first business I ever started, I was 23 years old, and um, my current wife, um, we were dating at the time, and I convinced her to start up a skate shop with me. So I've, I've been, it's, a, it's totally random, but she is an amazingly supportive woman and got behind my crazy idea. And, you know, I've, I've, I was skateboarded my entire life growing up. And, you know, I, I got to a point uh, in my early adulthood where I was like, you know, I'm probably not going to be a professional at this sport. So, you know, the next best thing is, is starting a business in that in that field. So, um, and it just happened to be a skate shop. So at 23, we pushed all of our chips in and we started up our first business. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's really funny because it's like all these experiences were the buildup of, of the current company because you know, I definitely did not start that skate shop to try and become an accountant or a bookkeeper or to, to deal with the back office and in the financial end. But, um, you know, so, so to deal with that, really every business out there faces the same problem where, you know, to deal with accounting, you can either, you know, go out and hire a local CPA or go buy a piece of software. Um, and, you know, that was the first challenge that we were having to face. And, the first business, so there was a lot going on. Um, but before I started the skate shop, the first real good job I had out of school was I was doing sales for an accounting firm. So going into the business, I knew accounting was such a fundamental aspect, right, of, of running a business and staying on top of things. So I, I kind of had a little more exposure than maybe the average business owner out there. Um, so. We got going, uh, ran the skate shop, 
And then after a couple of years of doing that, we realized like retail was probably not that lifelong dream um, of running a, a retail store our, our entire lives. Mm-hmm. So outside of the skate shop, um, the next step was kind of going back to the roots. Um, the next, and that, and that was really the next business was I teamed up with a couple of coworkers I had worked with prior and we launched a traditional accounting firm. So that was uh, business number two. We built that up over the next five years. Um, but it, it became more evident to me running a traditional accounting firm how really broken the industry was and, and how it had not been updated or you know brought into current times because of technology. And then that, you know, again mixed in with being a business owner at the skate shop, I knew the exact pain points that we needed to solve. So um, that that accounting firm really turned into more of a lifestyle company. So I had to make that decision of selling my ownership stake back to the other business partners to, to go on this next adventure, which ended up being Bookly. So it's kind of a long-winded story, but, uh, you know, one that crosses many chasms going from, you know, a skate shop owner to, you know, running a, a tech startup based on, you know, accounting and bookkeeping. <laughs> And that's where you know it, some of your initial your initial comments really struck me. And we haven't obviously you know t- talked other than in, than really right now. You know your 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 path is is in my opinion really where the opportunity in our entire country or world is because you look at how quickly technology is evolving, and you look at the demographic shifts that are taking place with those that are running big companies. And because of how quickly things have, go- have gone and how difficult it is for a person to make changes, especially when things aren't going that bad, that mm-hmm. there, there are a lot of industries, you know, including accounting, of course, which are going to be yeah. thrown, on, thrown on their head. And, and really the yeah. disruption, you know, disruption has occurred throughout, you know, the, throughout history, right? You had, you had disruption where the first person like created tools, right? Then you had disruption, yeah. <laughs> you know, you had disruption with the wheel. Right. Then you had disruption with trade. Then you had you know disruption with you know farming and the industrial revolution. And then you had and it, and it keeps going on. But really, it's interesting where when the disruption starts to occur, right? What's the mentality of the the people that have been doing the same thing for a while? Right? You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need change. You know, you're somehow you know in, in, inferior or you know you're you're never gonna make it. And so it's it's interesting that right now there are a lot of you know especially here in Utah it's kind of like the the mini Silicon Valley where you know there's a lot of yeah. you know a lot of startups that are trying to figure out the the money world right and you have you know such as yourself you have that startup but then you have you know account aggregation and you know alternatives to banking and you have alternatives to credit so it's it's fast it's a fascinating time to be alive just because you know, you can take your experience and really see all the different holes in an industry. And even though you don't have a background in accounting, okay, uh, essentially you have the best type of background, which is you actually had to, you know, incorporate accounting into a successful business. But then obviously you, you know, ran an accounting practice. So you were able to peer into other companies and other businesses and see where the holes are. And now essentially taking yeah. advantage of technology, which makes anything really, more, well, I wouldn't say anything, but, you know, makes most things more efficient now you're able to take that to the accounting world. Because as I was telling Chad, I mean, it, it's one, I, I went, you know, I went a, on a search a few years ago trying to figure out just like, okay, how can I use a, use technology instead of having a bookkeeper, 
you know, get on and, and do my books and send me a statement. And I have to do, you know, all, all of the, you know, the, the reconciliation and do all. I mean, it just drove me crazy. Right. And then, then <laughs> transition to an actual employee to do it, which I'm assuming that's the traditional way of doing it. So you saw, you yeah. know, you know, the, the, the controller and then the, 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 the bookkeeper and the CFO and all the different accounting pieces as employees. So, so how did you, you know, I guess, how, how did you take what you saw or what you were identifying as holes and then how is the services of Bookly, you know, maybe just give a couple examples because we don't want to spoil it because you're going to be on the, you know, the Cashflow yeah. Wealth Summit talking about all of this. We don't want to spoil anything, but maybe <laughs> go through, you know, a few of the, the gaping holes that exist in business today and how Bookly is kind of coming yeah. in and providing, you know, efficient technology to be able to plug them. Yeah, no, it's, so, so kind of the way that we look at that, that problem and, you know, how do you get the most out of technology to, to solve real immediate needs for, for business owners and, and everybody out there, you, you kind of have to look at it like what, what's the history or the timeline? Um, because before technology, all we knew was like, you know, human to human interaction, human to human business. I mean, that, that was really all we ever knew before the internet and you know there's going to be a point in time where people don't even remember that because they're just going to know technology um, but then we you know we went through this big technology boom and we went to the polar opposite of that where you know all we thought was we we just needed these cool apps um, to solve every problem in our life but I think we're kind of getting back to an equilibrium where we're realizing, okay, actually to make the most out of technology, we still need a, a layer of human element. Um, and that's really what one of the problems that we're solving here at Bookly is, you know, to get the most out of technology, we're also layering in that, that high touch, the human element. Um, and, and kind of a cool story to share. So I, I read this article not too long ago. I, I wish I could remember the author so I could source it. But basically, to summarize the, the, the whole story was, you know, it's kind of comparing Uber to the to the taxi business, um, who dominated the market. So, really, these ta the taxis they thought, okay, for us to to compete with um, Uber, all we need to do is actually build out these apps. People can put it on their phone, and then they can get a taxi, you know, right from their phone. It's just a cool app. Um, but where they totally missed it was people were not adopting Uber because of just a cool app. I mean, yeah, that's a nice convenience, you know, being able to catch a ride just from your phone. But the real, the real thing is they, Uber was able to dominate what, what they were specializing in because of the user experience. You know, it wasn't necessarily just a piece of technology that solves all the problems, but um, it's reimagining how we're delivering experiences through technology to make everybody's life that much better. And, and that, that's really the gaping hole in the accounting industry that we saw was just like, look, I mean, it makes zero sense for small businesses to have to wait 30 or 45 days to get their, you know, balance sheet and their profit and loss statement. It makes no sense for them to have to sit down at a computer and open up a spreadsheet to answer questions that their accountant is sending to them, um, you know. So, so our focus, our focus really is, how do we take technology, reimagine the user experience for small business bookkeeping and accounting, 
um, and just change the world. So, you know, we're literally delivering real-time bookkeeping for small businesses because of the technology. We're changing the way that, you know, business owners are communicating with their bookkeeper and accountant um, through mobile technology and text messaging. Um, so we're, we're essentially putting an accounting team directly in the hand of every small business by leveraging mobile technology. So that's kind of the first gaping hole that we're solving is we're totally reimagining user experience through technology. Well, I think it's so you hit on some cool you, cool points and and you're right. I mean, the Uber example was was perfect because you know I I I've, I use Uber all the time. I I mean, I for years I'd rent a car when I when I had to travel. <laughs> now I don't. I mean, I use Uber for literally everything, even even internationally. Yeah. And it, yep, it's, totally. it's hard, but, but I I look at the experience itself and it's the people you get to talk with and how long you've been doing uber what were you doing before how long do you drive what's your experience i mean it's an awesome conversation you know that you don't really yeah. get with a with a taxi but another thing too as you were talking that i that i was was thinking about was you know we as human beings were defined by our relationships we're defined by another human being in a sense right whether it's roles yeah. of father or brother or you know a, a friend or a neighbor or whatever you know and so looking at human interaction you know it's very difficult for people to operate i guess there's some that could you know you know live live in the middle of nowhere by themselves but few and far between <laughs> so the idea is you know that interaction you're right you're never going to get away from it but in the end i think what you're doing is you're you're really taking you know the top 20 percent of what human engagement should be and you're leveraging that, and then basically the bottom 80% you're using technology to, to solve, uh, whether it's you know a better interface uh, to to do reconciliation, a better interface to get you know expense reports and so forth. But then it's the interpretation of you know an accounting team or firm, which is helping provide insight, helping provide leverage, helping provide advice. Am I am I on yeah. am I on the right track there? Oh, totally. Yeah, it's it's it kind of very much like, and Dad has this really good example that he uses here. But you know, it, it's kind of like a hospital, right? Like, for hospitals to be really efficient and deliver great service, the doctors need to be practicing at the top of their degrees, um, which means they shouldn't be sending like faxes and you know doing you know kind of menial tasks. Yep. Um, and we take that same approach with like accounting. It's like we want to leverage technology to eliminate the mundane aspects of like bookkeeping and reconciliation. So our accounting team can actually practice at the top of their degree, which is communicating with the client, answering questions, and uh, you know, just making sure that all their questions are answered. Because you know, in business, you know, it's all about being humble and recognizing, you know, the pieces of the puzzle that you don't know, being able to delegate those out. So you're getting the best return on your investment, which as an entrepreneur, you know, it's always your time. Yep. You know, what, what should you be doing with your time that you aren't doing right now mm -hmm. to deliver better returns and um, just results, really? Well, I've, I've learned, you know, one of the first things I, I, was, I was taught by some, some coaches that I have was your, your job as a CEO is to do nothing. Like you want to get to the point where you do yeah. nothing. You do nothing. And that really, yeah. that really made me think a lot where, you know, you do, you, you have a lot of the menial mundane tasks, you know, and you start to, you know, what I, what I often do is I, I, I represent a task with a, uh, with a dollar amount, 
right? So, you know, when meetings, it's, okay, we're in this meeting and this meeting is costing $5,000 because it's all of our time, we're all together, right? And it really puts yeah. some con context to it. But when you start to measure, uh, you know, measure tasks with, you know, what, what type of uh, employer person should be handling that task and you're doing it, it's a huge opportunity, huge opportunity cost. But that's a great way of putting it. I mean, it's, in the end, I think human beings are driven to be efi uh, efficient, Right, and I think technology, yeah. for the yeah. most part, right. I, well, I guess there's two sides of technology, but good technology, for the most part, is really to you know hone in and focus on what the most efficient things are that we can do, the most productive things that we could do to to maximize the return on our on our time. But that's a huge that's a huge yeah. point. So, can you give us maybe? I mean, obviously, we're gonna we'll put out your your website and and uh, you know it's a really cool looking website too by the way but you know any, anything that you can kind of fill us in on maybe some of your some of the services that you provide so obviously it's a, a bookkeeping service yeah. but maybe you know maybe some of the things that are unique that you know don't necessarily exist uh, in the normal kind of accounting setup or maybe it's yeah. you know a a, a a service that you know usually requires a lot of money to uh, to, to have that you guys are providing. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good question and, and to clarify it. It's, uh, so how, how we're a lot different than kind of the normal solutions. Um, you know, traditionally people are, are stuck in that mode of going down the road, hiring the local CPA or accountant, uh, which is pretty expensive because most of them are billing by the hour. Um, most of them are running with very outdated technology. Um, so where Bookly is, is quite a bit different than that is First, we've actually developed our own software. So it's our own bookkeeping software. It's cloud-based. Um, we sync with over 20,000 financial institutions. So that means our clients don't have to worry about uh, fumbling through a shoebox full of receipts or you know, worrying about end-of-month bank statements. Um, so essentially, their bank accounts and credit cards sync with our software. The transactions come over in real time. So as those transactions are coming in, the dedicated accounting team that we provide is actually doing all the dirty work. So we're, you know, reconciling transactions, making sure everything is categorized correctly. Um, and then, you know, we're trying to keep that in as real time as possible. So throughout the month, you know, accounting, um, you know, financial statements can be pulled throughout, you know, the entire month or at the end of the month. Um, so it's really more on demand, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's really the first difference is, you know, we own the technology so we can control our innovation and deliver amazing experiences. Um, but we've really tried to design this as more of an all-in-one solution. So not only are we doing like the bookkeeping, but we also provide the tax preparation, so personally and for the business. Um, and then on top of that, we also handle, pay handle payroll. So Everything that a small business needs to run the back office is delivered in one solution. Um, but really where we start to disrupt things is our pricing. So everything is a subscription. So we don't lock people into contracts. Um, you know, everything, you know, from that perspective is very straightforward. So it's just a simple monthly fee. There's no hourly rates. We don't bill by how much revenue is brought in. You know, it's just that transparent. And traditionally, the accounting industry has not been very transparent on pricing. Mm -hmm. well, they're transparent once you get your bill. 
<laughs> yes, that's a good point. It's very transparent to see that. <laughs> so, t so, so, looking at, I mean, looking at services, like who's who's your target? Like who's your target client? I mean, what are what are some of your smaller, oh, yeah. the smaller fish in the pond, and then the bigger fish in the ocean? I mean, what are what are like where are the ranges where where using Bookly makes makes sense? Yeah, so so really our client base, we have clients in every single state already in the US, pretty much from every business background, from you know, service businesses um, like lawn uh, lawn care companies to beauty salons and personal trainers. We work with tech startups, um, even professional services like attorneys, uh, doctors, physicians. Um, but really the ideal business size is typically anybody between like zero and 20 employees um, doing, you know, pre-revenue up to, you know, maybe two or three or four million dollars in, in annual revenue. So that's really the ideal customer um, that would utilize and get the most out of, out of bookly services. Cool. And that really fits right within kind of the tar target small, small business uh, bell curve in, in the US. That's kind of a perfect, perfect demographic. Well, I'd, yeah. I'd love to keep, man, we, we could probably go on for, for a few <laughs> hours, but you know, then there'd be no purpose sure, for yeah. presenting on the summit, but you're, you're going to be, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, this is, this is something that, like I said, I, I searched for, you know, with, with some of your competitors like bench.co and, and I, I searched for oh, yeah. a, a lot of, a lot of others, you know, these one-off kind of you know, bookkeepers here and there that were trying to do this, that, and the other, and really just, you know, the interview process and what they were providing, you know, it just, it wasn't to the scale where you guys, where you guys are at. So I'm, yeah, I think this is a great solution really in the end. I mean, I, I, I have a, a kind of financial degree and at the same time, you know, that's not, that's not my focus. I don't go pulling, going into financial statements and trying to figure out opportunities you know, really, that's I, I, one of the best investment I have made was a was a CFO and and uh, some of the accounting services, which gave me you know insight into what things looked like six months down the road, what things looked like twelve months down the road, uh, KPIs and costs, and it it really gives me ideal benchmarks, ideal parameters where when I make decisions, now I know you know what I'm looking for as a result to see if that decision is is you know worth continuing or worth funding. So the idea is, if somebody knows their their numbers, somebody num knows their scorecard. It is gives you such a peace of mind, and I can't tell you how much that helps a business grow. Because the anxiety, yeah. I think, going from certain stages of a business uh, increases if you've never been there before, right? Once you go from payroll at you know twenty thousand to fifty thousand to three hundred thousand to, I mean, those those giant steps really eat at your anxiety level, and the reporting is like paramount in order to stay sane, in my in my opinion. But in the end, it really comes down <laughs> yeah. to what are your choices, right? Your choices are you can look at your bank account and see how much money you have there and worry yourself to death. Or you can go hire expensive, you know, an expensive accounting team, which in a sense makes sense when you have economies of scale. But in the beginning, it's really expensive, yeah. right? But and then exactly. you, you know, and anything in between, there isn't really anything. So I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys do. I mean, and you, guys, you have a, a, some smart guys in your team, too. But, uh, but yeah, why don't you give us We're very you know, give us maybe a, 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 a highlight, you know, of, of some of the things you plan on talking about on the summit, and then we'll we'll end for today. 
Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. We're we're super excited to participate in the summit, and you know, really, what we hope to cover is just kind of like more best practices. You know, what what should businesses be doing if they aren't doing them? How to identify you know solutions to to make those corrections? You know, I, and I think along the lines of what you're talking about as well is, you know, from from like your bookkeeping, how can you better growth hack your business by watching your KPIs? Mm-hmm. Um, and those are really some of the fundamentals, but very, very powerful ones. It's like, you know, I think to to really maximize opportunity, it's kind of like peeling back the layers of the onion. You know, how, how simple can we make the process to get the most out of what the objectives are for each entrepreneur? Because everybody's a little bit different. And, you know, are they building a lifestyle company or is this something that you know, they're looking to use as a catalyst to change the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's no right or wrong answer, but how do we help each entrepreneur, you know, hit those objectives and, and do it through just solid accounting and bookkeeping? Yep. Yeah, in the end, I mean, I can't say it enough, but it's one of those foundational things that you, I mean, we, we try, when in our personal financial consultations, I mean, most people, you know, most people don't have a budget, they don't have a financial statement, and that's it's business, but even with individuals, it makes all the difference. Because knowing knowing the yeah. score, you know it, it keeps it it keeps it alive, right? And, it, and knowing score, knowing numbers, that's when you have the feedback that it takes to innovate and to to hack. If you you know using that vernacular, it's it's a it's a profound it's a prof, it's profound it's bore it's really that kind of dichotomy between accounting boring and accounting you know the difference between a successful and an unsuccessful company. So. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to learn more, man. And uh, I know you know you're local too. So, uh, but anyway, it was it was awesome to have you on the on the show. And oh, CashflowWellSummit.com for those that uh, haven't registered yet, you can get on there and get on the uh, the email wait list. And uh, it's gonna be gonna be an exciting time. We have the Rich Dad organization. We have a lot of other high level speakers talking about the economy, talking about uh, investments, talking about money. So. It's something uh, you don't want to don't want to miss. So cashflowwellsummit.com. All right, Zach, it was good to have you on. We'll, cool. uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, awesome time. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, well, that hopefully has intrigued you. If you are a an investor, you are a small business owner, you uh, have have any uh, you know anything that you're doing on the side when it comes to business and additional revenue. I mean, these these guys definitely have it together. Definitely worth talking talking to them and and. Uh, and at least exploring what they what they have to offer. But uh, definitely go to bookly.com.co if you want more information. We'll also put some of that link, uh, some of those links in the uh, in the show notes. But again, it's one of those things where the opportunities are all around us. Accounting, like Wall Street, like insurance, uh, like uh, really any service, legal service that's out there, any professional service. Uh, it's medical services even even. There's inefficiencies everywhere. And I think that you know, over the course of the next decade or so, there's going to be so much disruption when it comes to our economy, when it comes to services, and that disruption is going to really be be hard for people that aren't willing to adapt. But for the entrepreneur, for those that really are networked, those that have an idea of how to solve problems, it is going to be one of the best opportunities out there. So this is just one example of that, which is an industry that is that is in in dire need. Of disruption, so hats off to uh, to Bookly for for taking uh, taking charge, taking the bull by the horns. All right, everyone, that's it for today, and uh, we'll be live next week. And uh, you don't want to miss that show. Take care.
You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Radio Show, your gold standard in everything financial.